Hey, 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 welcome to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am your host, Rolinda, and I am here as your coach, your spiritual advisor, to guide you through your healing while dropping some spiritual wisdom Jesus nuggets. The Psalms of My Emotions comes from my testimony of overcoming emotional turmoil that ultimately led me to my purpose. And my prayers for this podcast is that it will lead you all that are listening to your purpose while gaining the tools in the podcast for your healing. Let us hop right into another episode and let the healing begin. Hey, 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 welcome to Emotion Monday. Um, I am not live on live stream. There will be no video um, for my podcast listeners that also do watch me on my social media. There will be no live streaming, um, no video, um, because this is my time to just pull in <laughs> into the Lord. And I just didn't want to have, um, just want to be as restricted from um, maybe being distracted or just, um, I don't know. I just felt the need to pull away <laughs> from the live. So I didn't want to also not have Emotion Mondays. So I still wanted to record. So Let's go ahead and get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I don't believe this one is going to be as long as it usually is. Usually, I'm on for about an hour. We don't know. We'll see where God takes us. <laughs> so if you guys, if this is your first time being on the Psalms of My Emotions, um, welcome. This is a time that, you know, or this is a, a day, even a time that God has given me um, to do this, to impart wisdom, to drop these Jesus nuggets, as I call them, um, as I go through my things, you know, um, emotional things with God. And I don't keep it to myself because I know there are other people that will benefit from this, right? God tries us, I believe, in hopes that we will share our trials and our tribulations, not keeping it to ourselves, not chalking it up as, oh, this is life, right? You know, if you believe in God, it's it's like he, he creates this story to always tell, you know, other people. But anyways, um, I'm kind of getting into it already, but welcome. I'm so thankful for those that tune in and listen, listen to all the other nuggets that's out there and also listen to the new nuggets that are dropped. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Guys, know the hashtag. Some of you don't, but if you haven't, the hashtag is let the healing begin. So today, um, and it is so funny. I was going to do a video because um, I'm trying to be a little bit more present on um, TikTok and, you know, just kind of do little videos, drop little thoughts of the days that I have. And it's just a matter of when I have these thoughts, 
I'm usually in the bed. I'm not prepared to be on camera all the way. And not that I don't have a problem getting on camera, not looking perfect and not being perfect. Hey, I done did a couple of videos on TikTok with my bonnet on. So I'm not <laughs> afraid to just come as I am. But it's like, I'm just really not prepared when these thoughts come to me. And so I usually wait and wait and wait and wait. And then I don't do the video or I forget or... um. I took, you know, it's like when God gives me something, I have to do it right away. But with that being said, um, you know, me and my sister, we would have our conversations and, you know, about just, you know, how she would, you know, she would say, well, salvation isn't really free. And I would say, well, it, it is, but, you know, salvation is free, but, you know, your purpose is going to cost you everything, Right. And it's so funny, this Sunday, my pastor was talking about his next sermon he was going to preach or, you know, and it's about, um, it's going to cost you everything. So I'm like, God, I mean, it's so funny how just me and my pastor are in the vein with a lot of things that, you know, God discussed, but that just shows you, you know, God, how God speaks and how God touches everyone and everyone's ears and everyone's mind. So, you know, um, that I, I love that, you know, when we can tap in and, you know, with other people that you, you know, highly respect that you, um, you know, that, you know, especially your pastor, right? That's like a beautiful thing. But um, yes, this is something that I have been wanting to talk about. Um, salvation is free, but your purpose will cost you everything. And what I mean is, you know, I, I believe there's this, and it's a lot of just with teaching and, um, you know, that's why I emphasize, uh, going to church or reading your Bible or, you know, all of these things for you to get educated. You guys know, I always read the plan of salvation after, you know, I do the emotion Mondays, right. Um, to let you know, that's the first step. When you take on that plan, that, that salvation, that, Hey, I'm going to take that stance of believing God. Hey, I, I haven't received God in my heart. I'm going to do this. I'm going to receive him. I'm going to believe, right, that he died for me. He rose and, you know, his spirit was left, right, for us to get so that we can have a piece of him on the earth. And when you believe that gospel in your heart, I believe a lot of people and what is not taught, right, we... um congratulate people for giving their lives to Christ. We, you know, are so happy. It's such a joyful moment because that hurdle, right? That hurdle has been crossed. That hurdle has been taken, right? So we're so happy and we're so joyous. But the thing is that um, that is just the gate, right? That's entering into the gate of Jesus, right? Enter into the gate of what he has. It's like, you know, if you, I don't know if I can give a description because God operates in kingdom, right? So it's almost like you were outside the palace gates all this time, right? And you're maybe looking through the window and that's what maybe what was drawing you in. You're looking through the gates and you see, I mean, everything is so 
beautiful on the other end. Everything's shiny, you know, everything, you know, you hear people singing, uh, you see all these angels flying around. I mean, you just, it's a lot going on in this palace gates and you're looking at it and everyone seems joyful and happy and you're looking in and you're like, I want that, right? Um, I want that. That's where that pool is coming from. You want that because you've seen a glimpse of it. You've seen a glimpse of the kingdom. And so you're looking through the gates. And then finally you decide because at first it may seem as if you can't enter or they won't allow you in, right? But that's not the case. You have to want to come in <laughs> into the kingdom. You have to want to. It's all by your will. It's all by you know, the tug on your heart, you know, so you feel that tug. So now you have the, you know, got brave enough to be like, okay, God, I'm going to knock on this gate and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to see if I'm going to be let in. And I think that's the thing about, you know, just to put a caveat and a pin right there where people, what people think about what salvation is, they feel like it's a, um, invitation only club, right? It's a, um, someone has to invite me or I'm not qualified. Um, I'm not put together yet. My life is not together yet. How can I live this life of Christ? How can I accept him? You know, and I believe that's what causes a lot of people to not knock on the gate, right? You see all that activity going on on the other side of the, of the gate into that kingdom and then you're like, well, I, I don't know. I don't look like them. I don't think my life could change like that or whatever. But it, all it takes is knocking on the door, right? And you're going to be let in. <laughs> That's all it takes, right? It's for you to knock on the door and you'll be let in. So anyways, <laughs> you know, you don't have to have it all together. You don't have to... Your life doesn't have to be cleaned up. You have to just have it in your mind. You want something different. You have to have it in your mind. I want to know this Jesus. What I've been going through, what my life has been thus far is not working out well, right? Um, I don't know. I feel as if my life is out of control or I just feel empty, right? I feel empty no matter what I've tried. It doesn't feel like this is the purpose for my life. Like, I don't know my purpose, you know? And you can still be going through things in your life. You could still not, you know, do things right to, to accept Jesus, right? You're accepting him. And when you accept him, like I said, that's you knocking on the, on the gate and being let in, right? A lot of people think that when you do accept it, okay, now that what I've saw on the inside of this gate, now it's going to happen for me immediately, right? I'm going to feel this joy. I'm going to feel this um, happiness. All of my problems are going to be laid aside. All of my problems are going to go away. The thing is, when you come into you know, the gospel, as far as like it being in your heart, as far as you believing in Jesus, the thing is that God throws that in the sea of forgetfulness, right? We He doesn't remember what you did. 
you know, and it's going to take some time for you to put that aside and, and, and delegate that to the past, right? But a lot of times we hold on to it as we're going into these gates, which is normal, right? Um, because that's part of the journey. You get into these gates and you, like I said, you feel like everything is done. I don't have to worry about anything. It's like, it's not a magic wand. That's definitely not what it is. You know, coming into salvation with God, it's not a magic wand, but it's definitely like a, like I said, just the first step of you getting, you know, like that's the most important step is, is, is as long as you're getting in the gate, you're in the gate, right? <laughs> but there's still work to be done. You know, as you come into the kingdom, as you, as you're entering in, it's still work to be done, right? So you get in and you're like, well, I'm still not, you know, like fitting in, you know, I'm not feeling like the surroundings. And, and let me say this, I'm not talking about church, the building, right? I'm talking about his kingdom, you know, um, being a part of his kingdom. I'm not talking about church, the building and the people that's in the building. <laughs> I'm talking about his kingdom, right? His requirements, his things that he has standards, right? God has standards um, when it comes to his kingdom. He has these rules. He has these laws and it's not. And the thing about his rules and his laws are it's not exactly, you know, so um, like just in a way where it seems like it's torturing us. <laughs> And the only reason that it may feel like that initially is because your flesh is screaming, right? Your flesh is actually dying. As you're going through these gates, your flesh is already dying. And that's why it doesn't feel comfortable. Because in order to get into God's kingdom, like I said, everything is going to cost you everything. It's going to cost you what you knew, right? in your flesh. When you were outside of them gates, you had a whole life going on. You had a whole routine. You had a whole mindset. So then when you decided, hey, I don't know, this ain't doing it for me. Knocking on the gate, you get in the gate. What I used to do, how I used to live life, it's not fit. It's not fitting in. Like It's like you came to that realization that this is not fitting in right? This is not fitting into what I thought looking in, looking from the outside in. It's not fitting in. Like what's going on? And the thing is that God starts to chip away. God starts to chip away, you know, um, with your old nature. He starts to chip away at your flesh and it doesn't feel comfortable and it will make you want to revert. It will make you want to run back out the gate. It will make you feel like this is not for me. I don't know what I signed up for, God. You know, maybe I should have never tapped on that gate for you to let me in, right? That's how it feels. But as you keep going, because the one thing about his kingdom, and like I said, I don't know, I can, I'm, this is Holy Spirit really speaking and how to describe it to you guys. Imagine, okay, you see the kingdom, but then you know how some things look closer than what they are? The kingdom is right there. And then you have like the outside courts and things that you have to get through 
to kind of get closer, right? So as you get through the gate, you go and you're getting closer. You you have the all these things that you have to go through that you feel like is the enemy, that you feel like is the devil, but it's really not. It's it's these things that God organizes to to really get you away from your past self. Right? That's why some people are in certain areas for a certain amount of time, right? They're in those areas for a certain amount of time because they feel like they can't move forward or it's too hard to move forward because I'm going to have to let go of something. And, oh, now I'm realizing I'm realizing the cost of going through this process to get to why God exactly has me on this earth, right? Like, why do I have to go through this? to realize why why I'm on this earth. And like I said, you we've been in the flesh this whole time. And the flesh is does the flesh doesn't connect to the spiritual aspect of God. It just doesn't. So he has to kind of chip it away cuz if he tore that thing off of you, you know, if whatever you went and it tore tore that thing off of you right away, you would not survive, right? And so I just want to even, you guys know I'm a word person. Um, and I really didn't have too much prepared as far as my notes or anything. But, you know, I just wanted to sit here and let the Holy Spirit speak to me, you know, as I'm doing this. So I'm just looking up, you know, just um, the definition. Like I said, we use things so often that we don't understand what a thing means. So the purpose is, you know, the reason why something is done, used or exist. Um, and pretty much that's it. The function, role, or use. Um, it's your purpose. It's the reason. I mean, as simple as it is, it is the whole reason why you are here. It is the sole reason and why God has put you on this earth and when God put you on this earth, right, um, or the plans or the intentions was that it was the fullness of you in the spirit. If I can, if it makes any sense, you know, what God has determined and meant for you to do was never supposed to be accomplished being, having a carnal mind, having a flesh mindset, right? Um, Anything that God wants you to do is spiritual. It, it has to be tapped into in spiritual. You get in, your instructions spiritually. You know, nothing is like hardcore, you know, in the natural. You get your instructions that way. And in order to receive those instructions, you have to be a spiritual, you know, a, a mindset. So that means your flesh could be a deterrent. It could be a detriment to your path, right? And, you know, that is such a um, great thing that God, you know, he's so God, where he allows you to come into his kingdom, come through the gates, you know, as, as raggedy as we are, <laughs> even with our flesh, and as we're walking towards, you know, that path, it's like, everything is getting torn off of us. Or if we, if it doesn't, we'll sit there for a while, but we're still 
right? In his sight, in his hands. You know, he's just so wonderful in that aspect and I love it. But, you know, just, just me just thinking it, let me bring it back into a realistic um, view. Yeah, when I say it's going to, you know, when you get saved, it's free. But, you know, even though it, it costs Jesus life, but, you know, your purpose is going to cost you everything. And it's like that cycle, you know, um, it says in the Bible about we have to suffer, you know, as you know, not exactly like Jesus suffered, but we're going to have to suffer in our own way. That's going to put us in the path of purpose. So, you know, um, salvation really isn't free, but, you know, like I said, it was paid. It was paid for. It had a cost and it was paid. Right. It was blood. We were blood bought. Right. I know it sounds creepy. It just sounds disgusting. <laughs> but that was, you know, that's what had to happen. And then so we were free from our sins. And then, you know, now the cycle turns where to get to where we need to get as Jesus got to his purpose on the cross. It's going to cause us to lose something. Right. It's going to cost us something. And it's going to cost us, you know, just everything that we may even um, desire on a surface level, right? Everything has to be purposeful. It um, costs you your will, right? It costs you what you want to do, you know, what feels comfortable. It will cost you your comfort zone, right? Hey, if you want to do the things that God wants you to do, expect to be uncomfortable right and there are seasons where you do get joy and you do you know so i'm not saying like this is like this horrible roller coaster ride you know but even in a roller coaster ride it can be fun depending on your perspective <laughs> but you know it's it's that's how it is and i think we don't do enough i i feel as people of god to explain that part of uh, being a Christian, you know, of believing in Christ, salvation of Christ. And I think that's where people get a little um, culture shock or <laughs> get a little shock because they never imagined that it would be like this, just choosing Christ. But it's, it's fulfilling. Like I would say my journey. Oh my goodness. My journey in hindsight, I'm looking and I'm like, God, I thank you for the journey. Without what I had to go through, without, you know, the divorce, without, you know, um, the relationships, without the losses, without the um, transitions and changes and, you know, even depressed, being dep uh, depressed, <laughs> all of that worked together. And he says that in his word that, you know, all things work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. So all of these things will work together. No matter how it looks, if you're in Christ, you believe in Christ, you believe on Christ. And even some that he's been pulling or predestined to come to him. You know, you're going to look in hindsight when you come to Christ and be like, oh, I see how you were pulling me to you. 
right? I see how you were pushing me. I, I felt that pull. I felt it. You know, you'll remember where you got glimpse of the kingdom. You'll remember how, oh, I, I was on the outside of these gates looking in, right? You'll remember <laughs> what exactly happened. So, yeah, we just need to do a better job of uh, just a better job of explaining, not to scare people, but just of really what to brace for. Like I tell people, like, you know, it's it's a journey, but it's such a fulfilling journey. And I'm a witness to it, right? I'm not cursing it. I'm not charging God foolishly. I'm not saying, oh my God, ooh, Lord, <laughs> you didn't <laughs> you didn't put me through all of this stuff for what? I knew exactly why he put me through what he put me through. I know exactly the challenges, why I had to go through those challenges. I know exactly why I had to sacrifice. I know exactly why, you know, I had to worship for a year and things were just still, hell was going on all around me. And that's all I could do. I know that now. I know that was a paving a way for me. I knew that that was deepening my roots, right? It was deepening my roots in him. It was deepening my belief. It was deepening my faith, right? You know, it says in the Bible, without faith, it is impossible to please God. But how does your faith get worked? right? How do you get that faith? You got to go through trials. You got to go through tribulations. And I don't think it's being taught, right? You, you're you going to go through something. Just because you're in Christ doesn't mean you're, you're exempt. And it doesn't mean that every time that you go to him and pray, that he's just going to sweep it away. He's not a genie. And that's not how that go. The thing that you, the very thing that you could, that you're praying against, could be the very thing that he's using to prepare you for your purpose, to make sure that you're strengthened for whatever place that you have to be in. And you have to think about your purpose. Just because something may be your purpose doesn't mean it's absent of issues. It's absent of people issues. Listen, God calls us to people. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to, it's all about people. It's all about God's people. There is nothing that you can do for God that does not involve his people. So if you got even a hang up with people and you believe in Christ, you're going to have to, yeah, he's going to process you through that. If he's not doing it now, he's doing it. <laughs> he's doing it. He is processing you, right? He's processing you. And, and we we talking about the devil attacking. De no. Do you understand that God allows, he knows everything that the devil does. The devil can't create nothing, can create situations. All the devil can do is mess with your mind and your emotions. He can have you thinking some kind of way, feeling some kind of way, but he can never create such a scenario for you, a storm that God does not even know about. Matter of fact, God probably like, yeah, go ahead. Like he did with Job. Accepted that challenge, you know, because he came to God like, you know, he was, he doing all this stuff because, you know, you ain't never, 
did this and did that. You ain't never like basically like you ain't never stripped him. I bet you he turned away. He only doing this because he wants you, he know you're gonna give him something, right? He's not serving you for you, right? So we have to be careful, <laughs> you know, and cursing these things and these obstacles that we have to go through. And it's a daily reminder. It's not easy. It's not simple. You're not going to have it down to a science. Trust me. I go through things and it just seems, it's, it's, you know how to say it. it's faith to faith, glory to glory. It, it, you go through like these different levels and it's only to strengthen you and also to make, to, to cause you to go deeper into him. Right. And if you have that hunger to be, to have that depth with God for your roots to go deeper, you'll understand by and by. That when you do go through the things that are happening around you, the life that is happening around you, you will understand that it is for your good. God, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Like I had a moment, (laughs) you know, uh, before, like maybe last month about, you know, I had to, I'm like, God, I don't understand your order. I know it's your order, but I don't understand it. I don't agree with it, but my duty is to obey you. Right. And I had to have that conversation with God. Like, I'm not pleased. I don't like this. Why do I have to go through all of this stuff? Right. Um, just to get to where I am, just to be who you want me to be. Why do I have to go through this? (laughs) But you know, the Bible says his ways is not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So what we think may make sense, one plus one equals two, it is that's not the same math that he uses, right? And you know, I have to, I have those things with God. I still ha- I have to, hey, as long as you're on this earth, you're gonna have those tugs, you know, with God, those conversations with God, them real conversations with God. You know, I'm just like, I don't understand it, I don't agree with it. I'm mad, you know, even to borderline throwing a tantrum. It's crazy, right? But we got to know, you know, like I said, it's gonna it's gonna cost you everything. You know, your purpose is gonna cost you everything. Um you have to avail your mind, avail your body, right? You have to avail it all so that you can follow the path that God has set to get to your destined place. He has position for everyone. I, you know, he ministers to me through like the chessboard. I don't know how to play chess, but just the idea of it, right? You know, the chessboard is a strategy of war. That's initially why the chessboard was made. It wasn't made to, you know, just play and tickle your brain. And it was initially made for a strategy of war. Right. So God strategically puts us in places because it is a war. Right. (laughs) It is a war, but he strategically places us in places right where we have to be in position. So a lot of things that we don't do in order and we get ourselves out of position. 
And God is just worried about your position, how he's positioned you. So, man, I'm saying, I'm saying, y'all. So I just wanted to just kind of end this with saying, like I said, this is going to be a little shorter than when I do, you know, the hour um, emotion Mondays is that, you know, I just preached not too long ago um, for Thanksgiving, actually, that we just have to have a different perspective on how God is God, how God is gotten. <laughs> I would say, um, I think we look at life just kind of, well, life is life. And, you know, that was one thing that I said when I was, um, at it, when I was praying after I ended the sermon was, you know, life is life. And, but let's take the perspective that God is molding, you know, let's change our perspective. Let's change our declaration. You know, when we go in through trials of life and things that go on, it's not just life. It has purpose. It has purpose to mold you. So instead of saying life is life and say, God is molding. I promise you that would even change your whole outlook and your whole perspective. Life is life and yeah, things are tough, but God, I know you're molding me because I believe in you. I love you. I know you created me for, for purpose. I know you created me, you know, um, to do a great work on this earth. I know it. So I'm going to take it. You molded me. It don't feel good. I don't like it. You know, you can have these honest conversations with God now. God, I don't like it. It don't feel good. Help me. Give me strength. Because I know me fussing and crying and it ain't going to change nothing. But me fussing and crying is allowing grounds for you to help me in my spirit. You're not going to change the situation, but you're going to change my stance. You're going to change, right, how I'm looking at things. And like I said, because God is not a genie and going to wipe everything away. He's more than likely just going to give you a different perspective. He's more than likely going to give you strength to stand within your test. You know, within what you're going through. Because, oh, you're going to come out good. I, I'm not telling y'all nothing that I don't know. Right? <laughs> so I thank you guys for tuning in for this um, emotion Monday. And I just want, of course, I have to go through the plan of salvation. I will never not end an emotion Monday without doing the plan of salvation. And, um, so it is Romans 10 and nine, that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. This is from Romans 10 and 9. This is a heart thing, right? Salvation is a heart thing. When you confess it out of your mouth, you have to believe it in your heart. You can't just confess it out of pressure, out of, well, let me say it and see what happens. You have to have that desire to want. God to want Jesus. Like, I don't, and you don't have to know all everything about him. Just say, hey, you you know that tug is in your heart. And I like I said, you don't have to wait for this to do this on a Sunday morning at your church. 
You don't have to wait for this. You don't have to wait for someone to approach you and come to you to offer this to you, right? You can, hey, I'm offering it now. And uh, some of you are listening from wherever you are that if you just confess it with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, like, God, I'm gonna let you lead. I've been doing what I wanted to do. I'm gonna let you lead, right? We And a lot of times what brings us to Jesus is that we hit we hit zero, right? We hit ground zero. We hit a bottom line in our life or we've had an encounter, right? And believe it in your heart. It's a, like I said, it's a heart thing that God raised him from the dead. You know, he rose him up. He rose him up <laughs> so that he can, you know, go and lead and, and, and give us his spirit, right? And don't stop there. With this salvation, like I, I just explained about it coming into the gate. This is you, just you coming into the gate for the kingdom. But you need his spirit to do the work, right? You need it. You need it to do the work. You need it to be qualified for the work. You know, um, it's like your your key. It's like your key to, to everything, right? And it's going to help you have different perspectives, even in your situation. You can still accept Christ and be bound right to prior things but when you have the spirit of god it's going to cause you to look at your situation like i'm not as bound as i thought like there's a way out of this right i don't have to stay the way i am you know i I can have some help you know i feel some strength i can get through this right and there's a reason to get through it because i have purpose now i'm seeing purpose but yeah (laughs) so i thank you guys for tuning in um you know share this as as possible if you if you can with others and i i I pray that this blessed you and um christmas is coming up and you know i just pray for also those that are dealing with um anxiety around this time or you know kind of just feeling a little low you know in this time so i'm just praying you know, that you just find the light that Jesus has, um, that he exudes and, you know, just find some time to just, you know, be alone with him and and pour out, you know, pour out your thoughts, pour out everything. You know, when you talk to God, I know a lot of people kind of teach their certain way. No, God loves to hear you. And the thing is when you, even though God knows what's what's in your heart, you know, to me, that's the first prayer. He, your heart, he already knows what's in there. The second thing is when you confess it, it does something to you because it's like, he's waiting on you to admit he's waiting on you to come into, um, recognition of what's in your heart that he already knows. So when you already recognize that you're talking to him, he like, wow. He's like, see, now she's in, now she's in a space. Now he's in a space where you know wow like now i can try to help them help her with how she's thinking about it help him how she's how he's thinking about it i can help them now because now they've come into recognition of what's going on right so anyways okay i'm gonna get off here for real (laughs) and i thank you guys for tuning in tune in for next week for another episode all right bye bye